How's it going? What are you doing, Rob? Drinking. Oh Eating. shit. Farting, so. pooping. No. <laughs> why? Why start the show off that way, Jason? Why not? Because I knew you were drinking, and I was like, "Well, let's let's just ask something while he's drinking." Plus, I don't think we can start the show off that way once Mando's kicks in. So I got like a week left of of foolishness, yeah. you know. What once Mando gets on, then it's like, "No, Rob, this is a serious Star Wars show. Don't you know that? <laughs> don't you know that?" <laughs> I do every now and then get some hate tweets from folks. Why are you ruining the show? I'm like, what a part, what a part of Mando can you <laughs> for nine minutes every fucking day before the show starts makes this serious. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, folks. I don't know, man. But but then again, every now and then, you know, you hear some speculation and you're like, some people just don't catch on. But um, it's true. So. We got bad news and and good news. And here's the here's the uh, the uh, good news, is um, at Cantina too. This is a show that's going to be at C- Celebration afterwards. So this requires separate tickets, but you could go to I think it's thisiscantina.com, and you can buy your tickets to that after for the, that show on Sunday of celebrations. Celebration goes until Monday this time because that's like a baking holiday or some weird, some weird British BS. I don't know. You're making money off this. No, I wish I was. Why are you promoting? But, um, like, <laughs> well, because, you should be doing shots with us on the Patreon because it's a, because it's actually a cool show. Oh, and and but check it out, check it out cool. though. Like Ash, Ash is going to play there. Ash is a good band, so it's not like okay. it's a bunch of shit bands or something like that. And um and I I can't I actually heard something about who else I can't say who it's going to be, and I haven't told you. So I, so everybody's I haven't told Rob. But when Rob finds out who it is, I would have told you before, but I just forgot. But when you find out who it is, you're gonna be like, "Fuck! I wish I was going." I'm not even <laughs> kidding. You're you're a huge fan, and you would just, you're gonna be like, "Fuck! I wish I was." All going. right, but all um, right, we'll see. But but look, Paul Blake, who played Greedo, is gonna be there, and you can you can shoot first with Greedo, or you could let Greedo so shoot weird. First. Last night, right before bedtime, I, I go on weird YouTube searches, you know, just to clear my mind. And for some reason, I was watching clips. How to from- suck your own dick. Huh? Well, 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 (laughs) unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, Macho Man's brother passed away and he actually could do that. Like, uh, Poffo, uh, Lanny Poffo. And you know what? I'm not sad for him because I think he lived his best life. He used to do it in the locker room just to go, he goes, check this out. And people would just be like, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Anyhow, what I was trying to say is I was watching clips from Phantom at the Paradise trying to figure out what the fuck they were smoking in the early 70s. You know? yeah. <laughs> and Paul right. Williams, you know, who wrote The Rainbow Connection? I mean, one of the greatest mm-hmm. songs of all time, in my opinion. I don't Up there. care if it's sung by a Muppet. Like, I'm just watching the Phantom of the Paradise going like, like, does Paul Williams always speak through smile? Like, he just has the weirdest, he has like the weirdest, he looks like, he looks like Cousin Oliver Benjamin Button, right? Back like, like Benjamin Button went backwards and became Cousin Oliver like several years later. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you mentioned a Paul. I Well, so okay, Darth Darth Del Rio was uh DMing me. Who who did email me like last month asking if I'd sell prints of our pics of like Santa and stuff like that. So I'm thinking maybe Jason will work that into like something you could do on the merch store mm. right help help support the show yeah up to you guys i'm cool with it as long as santa santa's like that's my likeness what <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, those are my bodies oh, oh, right. <laughs> i'm santa claus um oh, but, uh, oh, one tooth one tooth all right that's so, too much so so Dar- darth del rio was, was was asking about this and uh, i got i was sick the last couple of days that's why we haven't done a show um, but right before, uh, Darth Del Rio is like, we're talking about it. He goes and he writes them and he gets a response. I was like, okay, you know, one, one person saying it, it's, it's likely it's their customer service, but two customer service reps saying basically the same two, thing. Two I'm like, customer that's, service. that's the official word for now. So I'm going with it is my point. And, uh, this, so this is the message we got back when asked if, Star Wars Celebration would be streaming on YouTube. Upon checking, online streaming of Star Wars Celebration Europe is not available in YouTube or any platform this year. Thank you. Have a good day. Please let us know if you have any further questions. I took out our names and their names and stuff like that. 
Celebrations in England, right? In the yeah. UK? Right? In London. You think this is a Brexit thing? <laughs> mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. I wonder. I it wonder if it be. is. Has to it be, has right? To be. No. I mean, Let's blame I, I don't, Brexit. I honestly, I don't know anything about, about the, the venue there. Like, out here in California, when they do it at Celebration Anaheim, there's some rooms they can do it in, some they can't. Uh, at the at Anaheim Convention Center, because it doesn't have like the right like hookups or whatever for the the high speed streaming kind of like cameras and stuff. But when you get to like Comic Con, which is like the only fucking thing San Diego does at that size, they can't do it because they don't actually don't have it at all in the hall. Shouldn't they just be? Shouldn't they just be streaming it on Droids and then they could also you know like make money off that? <laughs> shouldn't, they, shouldn't they be streaming? Don't you think Star Wars Celebration should be streamed by a Droid? You would. You yeah, would think. I mean, I'd be up for it. So w- that leaves us in a weird place because it means um, unless it's they change their mind, um, it means that like if they announce new Star Wars films, I hope they have a press release ready to go when that panel's happening because there's going to be people tweeting it out incorrectly saying the wrong shit. Look, I mean, I know, I know it may seem I'm really pessimistic about the company of Lucasfilm. Yeah. This predates Kathleen Kennedy. This is like up until like I was a little kid, I didn't know any better. I would say about the special editions, about the time I realized Lucasfilms ran a little wonky. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's what I was like, all right, this place is a little weird. But even this, do you think George Lucas would announce a new movie at a convention and not have that streamed? Don't you think that's really well, odd? George, George Lucas would. George Lucas was, was weird. So he's a weird he's a weird one to, to put it on. But when it comes to, like, Lucasfilm today... It's it's sort of weird that it that's happening at at celebration yeah. and yeah. it wouldn't be streamed and it would be behind closed him. doors. I told yeah, him George. I'd film it. I told him I'd film it. Mm, yeah, right you now. don't you don't make these movies anymore, so you're kind of no. irrelevant relevant to the conversation. In fact, I'm pretty sure, sure Rob just said your name to bring you on, and that's the only uh, reason why he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I taught him that trick. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I uh, I just talk about Lucas as well, and then I show up. Yeah, George, I was. I was I had a fever. I was I was out. I was down and out. But I ended up watching like a hour and a half long documentary on um, Howard the Duck while I was oh. sick oh, during wow. the middle of a fever. And uh, yeah. I'm I left it I left it convinced you had the original idea to do it, and then you just put it in everybody else's hands, and then and then disowned it when it wasn't successful. But if it had been successful, you would have said it was all you. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. that's yeah. how that played out. Yeah, I was gonna blame Chet for that too, but yeah, it's too young. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I, since you mentioned I, 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 out, I, gotta, I saw a new video of you I never saw before, too, George, of you with the band from Howard yeah. the Duck, where mm-hmm. you're like posing with them, trying to look like you're like with a cool band in 86, yeah. 87. It, you didn't yeah. pull it off, dude. You, I didn't have didn't the have beard it. either. I, I was doing that beardless. I was, no, I was no, gonna, this is you with the beard. I was going to wear a bill. I just wanted to be part. This is like. This is like you beard, not quite fat yet, but oh. not mm. totally skinny either. No, oh, yeah. You know, hmm. started. Yeah, it's fascinating. Well, I'm going to go watch Down and Out in Beverly Hills. All, All right. right. I'm, uh, I'm in the mood for that. All right, All right Ben. See you later, yeah. George Lucas. All right. Peace out. Love you. Bye. I love you too. <laughs> sometimes, but, uh... <laughs> sometimes you ever accidentally say love you on the phone to someone? Yeah. It hasn't happened to me in a long time, but I said it yeah, once to it. like, I don't know, some dude. And he was like, love you too, bro. <laughs> I was like. Fair enough. Dude, Quick. When, when I was in high school, I had this girlfriend who would just like want to be told I loved her constantly. I'd just sit there playing video games and say, I love you. Uh, playing video games. She'd just talk, 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 talk. Do it. Well, one day uh, I'm having one of those days where she's doing that. And uh, we hang up and the phone rings and it's my friend. He's all, hey, what are you doing? Okay, I come over. I'm like, yeah, love you. Because <laughs> I was just so fucking in the, the pre-programmed mode when i worked at the toy store like i was the best guy at answering the phone because i i I'd do it all super chipper like the kind of person you'd get annoyed by but i was the super nice employee because i was okay. happy to work in a toy store having worked wendy's in a shithole for six months you know like i was so glad to be at a toy store yeah but uh i did i did, I did answer love you why love did you. i do that like <laughs> <laughs> 
where did that come from? Oh, well, <laughs> right. it's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, so whatever, man. Look, even if they don't stream it, you know they're going to have some pre-recorded announcement. There's just no way. I, I hope so. I mean, I, There's I hope. There's just no way, dude. I mean, there is a way, and it's the pessimistic side of me going, oh, they would totally fucking do that. You know, but see, old Lucas would have put it behind the paywall of Star Wars Insider or something no, uh, three well, months after the announcement at, in Europe and not stream it, like, no, to be honest. <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, old, oh, yeah, old Lucas, you can't make a real true um, thing for him because, like, you couldn't really live stream back then. Most of the celebrations oh, were... hit Shockwave. Yeah. Art Bell was streaming. Like, Art Bell was <laughs> streaming in 96, dude. What are you talking about? He had a Shockwave player. It was, like... 160 by like 36 pixels well like like for for as as like it's for like you know like lucas would just go and he couldn't keep his mouth shut so he'd be like telling people magazine oh making new star wars prequels like they would they would want to make it like an, an announcement but he would just go and start opening his mouth and he would he would spoil their own their own he's trying to impress diane sawyer fair enough okay um in. Then there's this little article I don't want to spend out too much time on, but it, it links to it. The next Star Wars celebration will take place in 2025. So um, this is from Bestman Bolton. Buried within a blog post on StarWars.com titled Five Reasons to Go to Star Wars Celebration for the First Time. Lucasfilm revealed the following this year's convention. The next celebration will take place until sometime in 2025. So that pretty much means it's going to take place in a few months before the next movie comes out most likely it'll, it'll it'll probably be like around the time either of the like of the trailer or the actual movie and um so kind of to be expected probably have it like probably have like around april or something like that again and then the, the movie comes out in december i would imagine it'll be something in something like that so no celebration next year. Well, is, unless World War Three happens between now and then, then there won't well, be any celebration. Yeah, then it doesn't even matter, though. Huh? You know, celebration. Um, It'll only affect the liberals, though, right, Jason? World War Three, well, I mean, <laughs> right? Like the rapture. You know, It'll just only the Republicans know. and conservatives don't have to worry about that. That's not going to bother them. Like, hey, I'm be. just saying we need a national divorce. That's all I'm saying. Um, John, the party uh, of Lincoln wants a national divorce. That's my favorite. That's the one I fucking love. You know, like, like I fucking hate these people so much. <laughs> fucking hate them, dude. All of them. But I, I think, I think both sides of the aisle can get together and say the Mandalorian needs to stop trying to dress like he's going to Coachella. No, he's not going to I'm going to tell you right now, man. That I appreciate. Like, I just wish they were. They had the little track stripes, the Adidas stripes on the side too. I mean. It looks like he fucking punched uh, uh, one of the golden girls and took her shirt and then drop kicked Tracy Gold from Growing Up Pains and took her pants. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, Boosh! <laughs> and then, and then <clears throat> Favreau looks like he's trying to do stand-up in 1990 like he's Jerry Seinfeld or something. <laughs> this outfit. Every time I try to think of the Jerry Seinfeld's theme song, I just go right into the Night Court theme song. Like I can't. <laughs> I don't know why. That's how it works. I, I gotta say, I, I'm I'm watching the uh, the new Night Court and it's trash. But you know what? It's just like the old Night Court. Needs to be <laughs> shot on shitty video with bad lighting. Yeah. The lighting's too good and it's too clear. Yeah, but I mean, Sorry. you know, you know, doesn't. Sorry. Yeah. You know. You know, I don't I don't remember things with tracking lines, you know. In my in my, you know, in my brains. It could be worse though, Jason. They could all be shills and just wearing that like Mark Echo Star Wars gear just to shill it, you know? <laughs> Where it's kinda like a Boba right. Fett jacket, but it just barely has oh, some of the God. colors, you know. I had that stupid fucking Mark Echo <laughs> Boba Fett one. They sent it to me. And it was like way too big. It looked like a dress on me. Um but look, like Brandon says, I think Pedro looks cool wearing that outfit. But then look at Pedro's. I mean, I mean, look, look at Brandon's hat. I wish I looked Brandon, as good as Pedro. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon dresses cool, so he's like, "You guys are dumb." That's fair. I don't know, man. I I appreciate people showing up to those events wearing what the fuck they want versus. I mean, like I at the Oscars, fine or some formal, but fucking press junkets for the Mando, like he. 
go full Dennis Rodman, show up in a bridal gown and like I mean, <laughs> I'm show gonna, up in the Big Bird outfit. Like fuck, I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna take it further. I'm gonna say if you're gonna go there, dress in all fucking silver like Freddie Mercury that glistens in like a best car outfit. Go fucking full out or don't go at all. That's what I say. But <laughs> he should wear the Freddie Mercury the, the yellow jacket and all mm-hmm. that. That'd be dope. Oh, the the uh, Wembley. And he shows up one. with the mic. With the <laughs> just, you know, every time he has, does an interview, he talks through the mic with the little, you know, the bar singing yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Topic like topic podcast says sad if true. Oh no, that's it's sad but true, huh? Never mind. Never mind. Fake Metallica fan. All right, so this is from Bespin Bulletin, who's in the comments. So if there's a question, you can just ask him. Don't bother me. John Favreau and some cast members of The Mandalorian season three are in the midst of a promotional run for the new season, which releases in six days time exclusively on Disney plus. And you got to give me some commas, bro. You gotta give me some commas <laughs> um, <laughs> during this run. We've had interesting tidbits from the creator of the Mandalorian. One of which was him confirming that he's completed writing a fourth season. No shit. Favreau. Come on. Of the hit series. This tidbit from Favreau. Came as no surprise as he'd revealed multiple times last year that he'd already that was already writing the fourth chapter and and star of the series Giancarlo Esposito revealed even before the Mandalorian season three entered production that there were plans for a third and fourth season but outside of spinoffs we've not heard any plans from the series creators that go beyond a fourth season which has caused some fans to speculate if the fourth season of the Mandalorian would be its last. And now John Favreau has put speculation to bed. My friend, that is a run-on sentence and you are killing me today. But, uh, sorry. Sorry. I just, I, I had to keep going and I couldn't stop. Thank you for being, being a, a fat. A fat. A oh, fat. A fat. Thank you for being a fet. Uh, when speaking with Inside Total Film Podcast, the topic of the Mandalorian season four was brought up due to comments by Favreau made earlier this week. I don't know what that said above, by the way, either. I just fucking went for it and got lightheaded. Um, inside you see total the white sparklies. <laughs> In, inside total film. <laughs> those those um, aren't stars, Jason. Those are you're having a heart attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when speaking with the Fight Total Film podcast, uh, the topic of Mandalorian Season 4 was brought up due to comments Favreau made earlier in the week. So Inside Total Film asked the mind behind the Mandalorian if we're now getting close to the end point of the series with the fourth season written and getting ready to enter production, and if he's got an ending in mind for the series to which John Favreau responded with the following. No, I don't. I think the beauty of this, The Mandalorian Season 3, is that it's a middle chapter of a larger story. And though we'll have resolution over time with these characters, I think that now how these characters fit into the larger scope and scale, but it's not like there's a finale we're building to that I have in mind. Quite the contrary. I love these stories to go on and on. So these characters could potentially be with us for a while. And I really love telling stories in their voice. And I love the way the adventures unfold. And I'm looking forward to doing much more. So so it looks like we are in for at least another season. And and honestly, like with the with the momentum behind the show that it's had, I, I really do think it would take like three disastrous seasons to fucking like get it canceled on Disney Plus at this point. Like I think it would it would take like season three being shit, season so yeah, season four not recovering. Them going, you just need to end it. So I, I think we end up we end up in, up to a season five, no matter what, even if it's uh, you know bad. But I think I think it'll be good because I was talking today on on Santa's show, and I was like, I think season two of The Mandalorian has a huge high points, but I also think that it has that big band aid of Luke Skywalker to like close it off and to make you just go wow. But that's not like that has diminishing returns for me. You know Look, I mean? if, but if he hadn't shown right. up, yeah, then you're stuck with like a real weak battle between those dark forces troopers and and yeah. Giancarlo. Like like Gideon. Like it, it just wasn't very interesting. Like it, 
And this is like, I'm like, I can't tell if that was the writing or Peyton Reed's inability to direct any fucking thing. So like, and I, I've been critical about this way before Ant-Man 3 came out, folks. Don't fucking act like yeah, yeah. that's something new around here. Is I, and I'm like, if you go look at some of the shots, like just shot designs on that, that it's, there's some very corny shit going on in there and, and just missed opportunities and things you could have done that not. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I just hope that I don't know. There is something low budget and then not low budget about this series, right? And sometimes yeah. the writing, I think, like it's like trying to write for sitcoms sometimes, even well, with the fights, you know. And my 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 point was that it that it the the writing, the problems are never in the spectacle. The writing the the problems are never in like the imagination. It's continually a structural issue, and when we so when you get to season two. It's not as bad, but it, it runs into that part where none of the none of it actually culminated in anything. It was just a bunch of fun stuff, right? And then when you get to Book of Boba Fett, there is absolutely no fucking structure, and it's completely apparent at that point. I call it fucking Star Wars jazz. I mean, he's just throwing shit, throwing it out the wall, and just like letting it all out, right? It's more like Star Wars uh, priest Casio presets, you know, where they're Casio, just playing. Yeah, arp, <laughs> the arp keyboard. Just hold C, and then you got your... Um, you can make a gorilla song that way um, but anyways but where i'm going with this is we know that this season has mando going into going back to mando everybody is uh everybody is disjointed not together and then we have him bring everybody together in his own way in their own way and then they end up uniting mandalore and bringing a mandalore back to the planet so my point is it seems like season three what likely won't have a structural issue how the other ones how the other last two mando seasons really did if you consider boba fett one of them so i think it's going to um not have like a band-aid how that one did and i think it's just going to be a good story and if it doesn't work it's just because it's just not good not because you know, it didn't just like take some easy out with like, you know, in case of emergency break glass, Luke Skywalker, you know, you know, they just keep making 20 minutes episodes. They could do this for 10 more years. You know? Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, and that was another thing. Um, um, there was uh, some reports that like the first episodes, like 37 minutes long. And that's actually pretty part of the course for, for these shows. That's pretty much what they are. I know. Just people and, aren't happy with it. Yeah. Well, but it's, it, but it's like, there are, there are episodes of these shows that are closer to 45, 50 minutes and they could be edited down more and, and made better by, by doing so. Like, I don't think that like a long plotting edit really does anybody any favors. Star Wars is faster, more intense. So you could probably with, if you go true Star Wars form, you could probably do these in 25 minutes. Sometimes I'm not saying I want that. I like it to be like, I like, like I like it to be like, I'm sitting down and I have my full hour of Star Wars. Yeah. Well, you know, Jason, the uh, the Clone Wars worked much better when they were two minutes long, right? No. Yeah, just fuck you out. can do two minutes. No, two minutes. Two minutes. That's all I'm saying. Get You're right. I, I agree with you. Get all right. the fuck out. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back and play some VR. Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah, fucking Rick, Rick, Rick McCollum, man. He needs to come out of retirement and become George's handler again. He needs to give. <laughs> <laughs> just we, walks him to the Mongolian barbecue and back. <laughs> Orders right. for two, and they're looking at Rick McCall. I'm sure you're already in for two. Sure you are. No, I really am. What do you he, think? He, he always looks like the O'Reilly gopher, you know? Like, <laughs> What do you think the uh, chances are one day we're going to see Rick McCallum, and he's going to take out a fucking cowboy hat, like dust it off and put it on, and then we find out he's they've been Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni's been Rick McCallum the whole time. <laughs> i mean think about do the math man do the math drats foiled again <laughs> you on to me i'm gonna have to figure out a new disguise all right bye 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 okay um i'll be streaming the whole time on my only fets you'll see me jason during the you come on celebrate with me come on i know we're going to dance I'm, on the ceiling. Don't you love that sound? Dance on the ceiling. I'm a $5 Filoni Feet member. I get Ooh. I get the $5 Filoni Feet picks. I okay. Know. All right. We're going to do that. Right. Dancing on the ceiling, everybody. Bye. So, uh, Fabric was going to say, 
No, I don't. I think the beauty of this is the Mandalorian season three. That is that it's a middle chapter of a much larger story. And though we have resolution over time with these characters, I think that how these characters fit into the larger scope and scale, but it's not like there's a finale that I have in mind. So, so right here, (laughs) sometimes you got to not talk. Yeah, <laughs> they are no, but you know that's fodder now. Oh, they're, no. you know, I, fucking and what's, what's funny is is it's a quote that that works both ways. People are like, oh my god, unlimited Mando, everything I've ever wanted, and then there's this other thing that's going like, eh, I don't really got a plan. Maybe not working towards anything because the plan was give them off, give get rid of Grogu. But the minute that thing took off, then it was like, well, we can't do that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the, the plan was always about getting to the restoration of Mandalore, which is what they have here. And, I mean, that's, that's what, before the show came out, before we even knew Baby Yoda was Baby Yoda, I was saying it was about a child and the restoration of Mandalore. And, and I, I do think the kid was always supposed to be one, become one with him. I'm, curi- I'm curious if that's true, but that always seemed to be um, in the cards. And... But I gotta say, I don't. I don't know what's happened. I think whatever they're doing now is something that just like they just been greenlit or written a check for. Keep making the shows forever, and he's like, okay. But I'm glad because it means he's happy, and if he's happy, he must be creatively content, uh, or the money's really. He could be a little less content after his Mando or his Boba Fett season, like unless he, he just could, thinks he, that's good. Yeah, that's what I fear. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna find anyways. out in a week. <laughs> no, well, it's gonna take about eight weeks until we know if all of a sudden we start getting like fucking. No, I was pretty things. aware of the first episode of Boba, bro. Like, like. <laughs> no, you were, you were, you were, you were jizzing in your pants. Over uh, I said mixed bag. It's got some good. It's got some highs, oh, yeah. but it wasn't the same as Mando. And then season two brought it back. I mean, sorry, episode two brought it back. But episode three, I was like, oh no, let's go rewatch it. You'll see. <laughs> um. Anyway, John Favreau was later asked about the upcoming Ahsoka series, um, which led Rosario Dawson earlier this week revealed would probably release this fall. So the and then that's 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 right there is what makes me go, man. I don't know if we're getting skeleton crew this year. I mean, it's they like should December. charge people at Galaxy's Edge uh-huh. to they should charge them to come in and help with the visual effects since they don't got enough people. They should just go into a room <laughs> with a computer. They can help paint the starships and move the rocks around and unreal and shit, right? And then you pay for that experience. Like, make why not? Hey. The creator of The Mandalorian was asked if Ahsoka will be interwoven with Mando, with season three possibly setting up the Ahsoka series. Favreau responded claiming that he doesn't want either series to be completely interwoven. But characters could cross over due to the time period these stories take place and the locations used. They will affect the other. So that's the that's that is the important takeaway. The shows affect one another, but it doesn't mean that like what's happening in this one is is like happening from a different. It's not Back to the Future Part Two, you know, where you have like Marty here and like Marty sees himself doing that kind. Of, it's not that kind of thing. Uh, Favreau added with Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew in post production. He had an understanding of those series and where they're going. And when he was sh- shaping the Mandalorian season four and had conversations with the creators of Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew during his writing process. So well, they all went to in and out, which is, I mean, and once again, he's, he's kind <laughs> sure. of like, kind of like the executive producer of all of these things. So of course he did, you know, I know Filoni's an animal style guy. I'm pretty oh. certain Favreau's an animal style, but is John Watts an animal style? Except for every single time he goes there and he, they go, Can I, what, would you like any fries? And he goes, I had the doggy style fries. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean animal style fries? Yeah, the, dog, the, the, the doggy style fries. <laughs> Woof. You know better. I know yeah. you know better too. <laughs> I I like I like to let everyone order first. Right? Like, let's say you order animal style double double with the shake. The next uh-huh. guy goes, I want two double doubles with the shake. And then I go, I'll have it with no bun and a water. Like, just to make <laughs> you all feel real fat. Like, <laughs> and then I'll eat later on my own, you know, like, yeah. or I'll chow down 
But I had to order the thing that makes everyone else feel you'll fat like, shame us and guilt us. And then well, but as, not directly, just through what I order. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you you're looking at me having it watch me eat he- you know healthier. My, you... Mine mine is my my um, in and out order is um is crazy because what what I do is I I get it just uh what do you call it like the the version with no bun like just like yeah. like the LS wrap but I'll get like but I'll get two. Instead of a hamburger, because I would rather, I'd rather you've doubled your cholesterol, but you've lowered your carbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would rather, I'd rather have You're two. better off with the uh, carb. <laughs> agree to disagree. endless amounts of fat and cheese in your mouth, but you're worried about. Oh, the carb. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ever do cheese. I, I don't. I always cut cheese out of everything. You got you me know? out of that one, and I, and I don't do the shakes either. I'll throw up. The, the shakes make me throw up. Most shakes just have too much sugar in them. Yeah. They just make me go, yeah. So anyways, uh, John Watts. John Watts. All right. Speaking briefly on Skeleton Crew, Favreau says he finds the series to be delightful. And he believes fans are really going to connect with the series. Praising co-creator of the series, John Watts, for his way of storytelling from the point of view of children and young adults. (laughs) <laughs> Something he's found great success with in the past on the Marvel Studios and Sony produced Spider-Man trilogy starring Tom Holland and Zendaya with Favreau adding that Skeleton Crew feels unique and it'll showcase what it's like for young people living in the Star Wars universe. And then all three live action. Oh no, Jason, I can tell you, we got my little GoPros. We're going to see from their <laughs> point of view the whole series, right? Some of them going to be three feet. Some of them going to be four feet. Some of them going to be like two feet, two and a half or so. Going to be standing on his tippy toes the whole time. But it's going to be great because you're going you're gonna to get to see everything from a different point of view. That's amazing. I know. I came up with that. All right. I got to go. Bye. I'm going to go eat Bye. a shake. I love shakes. <laughs> yeah, I hope he likes <laughs> the dog style fries. I'm gonna get doggy style fries by everybody. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Um, Mandalorian. What if that meant chili? <laughs> <laughs> what if doggy style is where they put chili on your fries? <laughs> right? I, w- I wish they had chili. Uh, the the Sundowners Club says, been reading making Star Wars on it for years. Also, best of the guests are great. Thanks, man. Or lady, or they, or them. I appreciate it. That's cool. Uh, John Favreau confirms Mandalorian season four is in pre-production. Star Wars series Ahsoka and Skeletor might have character crossovers. All right, here we go. Is it real pre-production or like they just play with Legos and like concept dot ideas? Like, like well, <laughs> you no, have the big Lego room and you know, I mean, like that's what I'm kind of laughing at about this this thing is because I know they're already building stuff for it. Oh, okay. And and he's all like he's all like Doug Chang is drawing. It's like nah, Doug Chang done drawed because <laughs> I can't be making stuff unless he already did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Doug done drawed. Doug done drawed. Uh, though okay, though many quotes cannot be found online at this time, we'll have to take the word of a Twitter user who attended the event. Hold on, Side I gotta address this. Zachy. I gotta address little this. Zachy. Tommy's is disgusting, and you're all shameful for having ever eaten there. And that was way better than Tommy's. Shut your fucking mind. What? It's disgusting. I don't know, man. I, I think I, I was. Uh, I, I had to. Work, I, I didn't have to, but I had the opportunity to work with Paul Frank. You know the little monkey, the the sock monkey character. Wait, you call you calling this man a little monkey? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I worked with him for like a week once uh, on a project for Walmart with classic Marvel shit. Then went nowhere, but it was a fun time. And he okay. took me to Tommy's. I'm like, what the fuck is it? This looked like someone vomited. He's like, they've been ha- they've been making it since the 30s, Rob. I'm like, looks like they made it in the 30s. <laughs> like, this, is, this is like, you can't do that on television food, man. This is horrible. <laughs> but he was the first, this is 2007. He, at the time, he was driving a, a, a cop car, like a 94 Crown Vic, right? With all okay. the paint off. And a Decepticon logo put on the side. Yeah. <laughs> 2006 this was before the Transformers movie came out. He was he was he was rocking that. I'm gonna say Tommy's. I, I, I don't I don't get your hate. I don't understand it. I would fuck up some Tommy's right now. Lobo, you want to swing by with some Tommy's? Wiener Schnitzel chili is better than Tommy's. 
Oh, Wiener Schnitzel chili is fucking great. I don't even now. Now you're sounding crazy to me. They they can that shit now. You know that you can buy it in a can for five bucks. <laughs> if you go to Wiener Schnitzel, you can just be like, give me a can of chili. The fact that you know that proves we're both fat. Like that you said oh. that, and I was like, I might get some of that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no, it's good. Um, though many quotes cannot be found. Okay, so so little Zachy, Zachy shared that the Mandalorian creator reaffirmed that the fourth season of the series had already been written something blah 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 so this is kind of like what we already t- this news arrives days after making star wars.net reported that the mandalorian season four is already in pre-production and that the series was aiming to start filming this october and uh the caveat to that is always somebody's going to think that they're coming in with an earlier date and they're going to say september but it's always october um in addition to discussing the mandalorian favreau also briefly spoke about two series He's been executive producing alongside with his writer partner, Dave Filani. Uh, Favreau confirmed that both series he's executive producing, Ashoka and uh, and Skeleton Crew, are still in post-production, which isn't a surprise, given Ahsoka only wrapped in November and Skeleton Crew last month. Favreau revealed that both Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew would take place during the same time period. And, and once again, though, like they all, he's also confirmed that they all take place at the same time, like in that, that, that the, the uh, same era, um, era, the same yeah. like couple during of the at Disney afternoon spe- uh, special time. So That's between fair. three p.m. and five p.m. Um, so all the shows take place between. This is before we had we had those direct quotes from the other one. So, mm-hmm. and then um, in the past report making from making Star Wars, it was mentioned that a second culture could take place in either a new part of the galaxy. We've not previously seen on screen before or a new galaxy as a whole where the force is viewed differently. So that's that's probably the important part. And then uh, this right here, Rob. Have you seen Green Book? Have I watched it yet? No. No. no Green I have Book. Not. I, it's, it's, um, it's, I enjoy both the actors. Looking forward to it. Just, it's not that list of like, I got to watch it by myself because my wife will talk kind of thing uh-huh. <laughs> i love her but she'll fucking talk the whole time is that true did that bro, really happen yes it's are historical you a, are you an alpha <laughs> male bro because you just gotta say shut up bitch yeah oh, oh, yeah so nah, i've been watching, nah, all these, nah. I've been watching all these YouTube <laughs> channels and i've been just getting some, some like tips and uh no okay <laughs> well andrew taint really worked out for him his theories on women i like when yeah. people call his fans tater tots it's hilarious <laughs> But I'm not going to lie to you, folks. If I haven't seen a movie, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I have. Right? Really? I think people do that too often, bro. They say, like, have you have you seen that? Have you heard that? And they're like, oh yeah, I've heard that. And you're like, what happened uh, after this happened? Blah blah blah. You know? I think they lie. Yeah. I have not seen it. To be fair. There's a there's uh, there's one Miyazaki film, The Wind Rises. I haven't seen yet, just because I'm saving oh, it I for. Saw it. I saw it. I know. I'm looking forward to. It. I just. I I'm just you, waiting. Ask, ask me what happens in the third act. World War Two. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't really see it. <laughs> I don't really see that one yet. So. Sometimes I I hold off because I I I want to save those for the real you know. Yeah, oh like when God. I know the nukes are coming in, I'll just put on the last meal. Like can of chili sauce from Wintersnitzel and just put a straw <laughs> on it and just guzzle it. Look at your wife. Like, what are you going to Yeah, keep talking. I'm doing something. The fact that I know what it tastes like, it's sad. I haven't had Wintersnitzel in a long time. I know. Yeah. During Did I ever the, tell uh, you about the time I worked at Wendy's? And we had yeah. a Wintersnitzel across the street. And they okay. tasked me with changing the letters on the sign, right? Uh-huh. And it wasn't my job; it was somebody else's. But the guy who was supposed to do it couldn't, because three months prior or six months prior, or whatever, he had robbed that Wiener Schnitzel, and they had a restraining order on him, and the, it came like twenty feet into the, the 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 Wendy's parking lot, so he couldn't legally go up to the sign to put the letters on the sign yeah. from the restraining order. Yeah, he was my friend. He was a good dude. He was a good dude. He, the day I quit, he's like, "You quit." He was working. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going to get my Nintendo 64. He's like, well, I fucking quit too and just left. Like, I'm like, you need the job. I said, nah, fuck it. <laughs> At that Good point, dude. it sounds like it's kind of a complicated place to work. You only yeah. have those jobs when you're young, you know? Um, so, okay. 
So let, let's pick on Bespin Bolton because we love him. But I thought that was Michael Keaton hiding from the Flash for a second there. No, that's fucking the photo. Jude Law being a sneaky sneak. It's got a little uh, Michael Keaton eyes kind of thing going on. Green Book cinematographer board Star Wars skeleton crew. Shouldn't it be boarded? I think he's already done it. I think it's done. I think it's done did. So Did he get waterboarded like Sean Hannity and then cry like Sean Hannity did? Hmm. It's a true story. Man, I got I gotta say what's going on in this poster though? Who sits like that? Man, right, they just anyway. don't make cars that match your apparel anymore. Like the sixties. Like, crazy. And now Miss Daisy's blowing me. That's what it looks like going on in that picture. Right. He's like, drop me to your Y. I can't. Yeah. Uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Pour it up. Look it up. Uh, Sean Porter, the director of photography. Going to hell. An Academy Award winning Green Book, which stars um, Marshala Ali, Vigo Mortensen, and Linda. Cardinelli, Cardellini, Mahershala, Card- Cardellini, Mahershala um, has Great boarded actor. skeleton crew. A live-action Star Wars series created by Spider-Man No Way Home director John Watts and Chaos Walking director Christopher Ford. If the cinematographer's updated IMDb well, profile can be believed, if they've already shot it, he came on board a long time ago. That, that's why I was picking on Bestman and saying board Ed, not boards. Um, right, because they don't you don't hire a director of photography after they shoot a series. Yeah. Although, look, this production's weird enough, so <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? <laughs> you know, stranger things have uh, happened, right? You need, to, <laughs> you need to do all the photography and After Effects now that now somehow make it look better. He's uh, just running it through his Instagram filters. Which one do you want? Yeah. Oh, you want a vignette? There we go. Got a vignette. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Sean Porter, the director of the critically acclaimed and Academy Award-winning Green Book. So, so and then IMDb. So I am anybody with IMDb Pro, I believe, can just change a listing and, and add somebody. And anyone with the, the IMDb Pro uh, is a fucking loser. So a, a lot. Of, <laughs> why are you so mad at them? <laughs> um, no, but there's a lot of um, two things usually happen. One is it's right, and it was just added because they're done, and their their agents or whoever um, you know runs their career updated their their info, yeah. and it's and it's legit. Or sometimes you'll see an actor who's a nobody who wants some some heat, and they'll put like, "Oh, I'm playing an Ewok in the Force Awakens," and then everybody goes, "Oh my God!" It says it says that Jeff Muggs is uh, an Ewok in The Force Awakens. And then they're not, and nothing happens. But, hey, they, they tried, you know? And and it's like, so that can happen. But this one, this this kind of thing, usually people aren't faking, you know, DPs and stuff like that. Usually it's not how it's going. Um, and also, don't Google DP. It means a whole different thing if outside of filmmaking. <laughs> um, as mentioned, Porter was the cinematographer of the Oscar award-winning Green Book. A film directed by Peter Ferrelli. Porter's most recent work saw him teaming up with Ferrelli for the last yes, year's Apple TV movie, The Greatest Beer Run, which starred Zach Efron, Russell Crowe, and Bill Murray. Porter has also worked with skeleton crew director John Watts in the past as he teamed up with Watts on the FX series The Old Man, which starred Jeff Bridges. It's likely the old man connection is what spurred the reteaming of Watts and Porter for another series. Porter's other la- other last work includes the Scarlett Johansson-led Rough Night, 20th Century Woman, starring Annette Bening, blah, 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 much of names, Nicolas Cage. Porter will, supp- will supposedly be helming four episodes of Skeleton Crew's eight, with the other four parts falling to David Klein. If I had any gripe about this, is that mm-hmm. the film tends to look like it's lit all over. Uh-huh. And when they were saying like Amblin, I just accept they're more of a, a Greg Frazier kind of look, you know, like something more smoke with colors and I don't know, like my my hope for it. I I agree with you on that. My hope for it is that like 
that the season sort of like the four episodes with each person are like different locations. Therefore, you you don't feel the in, in, in any kind of inconsistency, which could be Cause, the case. Because the all over lighting in Book of Boba Fett was my biggest like gripe next to the complete lack of dirtiness in Jabba's palace. Like, you yeah. know, like it was just so I don't know. I mean, he, he really uses real light, but this is being shot on a soundstage, if not the volume. So I don't know. I don't know. This well, sounds to me well, like we, they have a working relationship more than anything else, you know? This, this, I would say Skeleton Crew, for the record, had more exterior space than any of these productions shot in Southern California has ever had. With the exception of like Kenobi had that, that other place in Los Angeles, outside of Los Angeles. But even that, I don't think was, was so huge. You know where they filmed the outside stuff. You know where where for Vader first hunts Kenobi, and uh, oh, and the Boba cinematographer is on this too. Is that Klein? Is that who? Is that you're talking about? Yeah, Best but one? he also did Mando season three, which looks good. So it's hard to say with Klein. He's he's Kevin Smith's friend. He's the one who showed up on the show that one time, and I feel like his work has been hit or miss. Sometimes I'm like, that looks great, but he also did that Boba Fett episode where they shut out the backyard on mando yeah. remember <laughs> like, right. that's what i fear is that mando season two boba fett episode look right not the fight the fight was dope but the look yeah. of it was like six million dollar man shot out in someone's backyard in simi valley you know yeah it, it's a it's a it's a strange com- combination it's a weird alchemy that makes these things look good or not i mean like like look well, at like deborah chow and kenobi as a director and uh, i know it i can't that's why it's i can't with star wars you just can't tell with star wars george lucas himself could direct some star wars you're like that's some dog shit it's the it's the difference between favreau really running the the thing that that chow's on that makes that makes the big difference between those flat shots and and because i think i think he i think it's sort of that that teamwork kind of thing like like and just to be clear when like in season one of Mando, I saw John Favreau directing fucking more than anybody. I wasn't there every day or anything like that, but I saw John Favreau directing, literally directing. And then after and like on the Deborah Chow days, he's there, he's laying everything out with her. And uh, so so it's it's more of a it's more of a partnership. John Favreau has more to do with his shows than I think he takes credit for because he's not he he doesn't need validation i don't think so i don't think he goes in hard for it but i just I hope that there's some visual artistry to the look of the shows you know yeah yeah because yeah. that's what i appreciate about Andor and boba i mean uh mando the, the, some of the best mando episodes there's artistry to the look when it's going to be like we shot it basically galaxy's edge without a budget like i'm like i don't i don't want to see that <laughs> you know? yeah not up for it um <clears throat> Though it doesn't have a fixed release date, Disney and Lucasfilm are touting Skeleton Crew to release sometime this year. The series, led by Jude Law, will follow a group of kids lost in the galaxy attempting to find their way back home. The series was influenced by 80s Amblin movies, films released by the production company within the last decade, within that decade, including Goonies, E.T., Back to the Future, Batteries Not Included, Gremlins, and The Land Before Time, to name a few. The series has been compared to the smash it Netflix series stranger things so and it's like yeah and that one I, the uh, the uh, stranger things one is probably the most effective for um modern audiences but also I think the the, the dumbest one because it's like you know to what it's like fucking hey man it's like it's like that... trying try, try to trying to describe like 70s music via the darkness I love the darkness don't get me wrong but you don't go to the darkness you know what I mean like you go to like I love stranger things um yeah, Although I'd say they they the describe Book of Boba Fett as as the Godfather, and I'm like, there ain't nothing Godfather is. So I don't know when they say that, that's their line. But I don't know. We won't know until we watch it if there really is that feeling. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's 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 uh, I'm watch, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm watching uh, 1923, the uh, Yellowstone like too many dates series. with your shows, Jason. I know. Can't keep and, track and it's, of it. No, and it's good, but when you really get down to it, that's just doing the Godfather. It's really just—it's good. 
but it's just the, that one actually is the Godfather, and that's the one I don't really see people noticing. By the way, on a side note, I delved into some Yellowstone fucking YouTube, and I wanted to fucking put my fingers in my ears and rip out my eardrums. They don't know the word finale over there. They call it the final. In every fucking Yellowstone video, they just talk about the final, the final, and they say it 30 or 40 times, and I can't fucking get past it, so I'm out. Anyways, uh, back to, to Star Wars. Um, a Star Wars Reese's Vanilles. <laughs> Reese's Monkeys. Um, Star Wars Ahsoka will release this fall, says Rosario Dawson. I can't remember if we did this one or not. Did we do this one? No, Anyways, we can do this one and then we got to go. So we're almost we at an can, hour. We can do it again. The Mandalorian was a, I don't know if we did it, but we'll do it again. No, I've never seen that photo. Okay. I was, why I was laughing. I'm like, I love yeah. it. Yeah, Ahsoka <laughs> in the fall. Like, like, like what, what made me crack up is like he put her in a fucking park, like fucking park benches and shit back. It, in. Like he didn't just go for the thing. He went for the park. It looks like the bench that Kermit the Frog's sitting on when Columbo sits down next to him, <laughs> tries to sell him a watch. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's it's Star Wars in the park, you know? Is this Anyways. where Bespin gets chased by security guards? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Mandalorian was a global phenomenon. Now he's buying into their bullshit. Uh, catapulting his characters, <laughs> namely, uh, is it, how's it said? Grogu? I believe it said Grogu. And um, then Dejarin into the public eye with the series also receiving great commercial and critical success. As the second season rolled around, the series reintroduced some fan favorite characters, including um, Boba Fett and Ashoka Tano, with both receiving spinoff series. The Book of Boba Fett released its first season at the tail end of 2021 to commercial success. And with the Soka in post production, I'm sure Lucasfilm and Disney are hoping to continue the success with the Mandoverse series. Hey, you're 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 propagating this Mandoverse stuff. It's all one Star Wars, bro. Come on. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilm have remained tight-lipped uh, when fans can expect to see the Ahsoka series led by Rosario Dawson. I know. Don't give us release, release dates or anything, Lucasfilm. Make it all cryptic. We love that. Uh, it's been confirmed publicly various times that the series would debut this year, along with the third se season of The Mandalorian and John Watts' created series Skeleton Crew. Earlier this year, Disney released a brief trailer showcasing projects set to arrive on their streaming service, Disney Plus, this year. Uh, Ahsoka Tana herself, Rosario Dawson, revealed to The Today Show that the Ahsoka series will probably come out in the fall and that her focus in the summer will be promoting the Disney movie The Haunted Mansion, The Haunted Manson which also stars Owen Wilson and Danny DeVito. Hey, why don't you write Owen Wilson and then write a bunch of movies like Wild Wild West? Was he in Wild Wild West? Owen Wilson? And Danny Never DeVito, watched. Batman Returns. Uh, the Haunted Mansion, <laughs> Twins. Uh, the I knew Mansion. you were going to do Twins. I was waiting for the Twins. I was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was not going to do Twins because I knew you knew I was going to do Twins. I, I, I would I throw in twins. Get Shorty. Because I love when he and he does the, the he does the, like tough, and then, uh, and then yeah. he was like, "No, you fucking look like an idiot." Like, <laughs> um, love that movie. Ruthless people. Uh, the haunted mansion was initially slated to release on August 10th, but was pushed up to July 28th last week. With the trailer expected any day now. So, more or less. Then, yeah, and then there's this whole thing that Ahsoka Lego sets um, are supposed to come out in September. So that's what seems to like make it like it's like it's aligning with you know shit's kind of lining up there, like like you wouldn't necessarily re release release Lego sets unless you had a reason. Um. So, but that's what makes makes me question if we would get Skeleton Crew that close. I mean, we got eight episodes. We got two months. So if it comes out the first week of September, then we got all of September, right? All of October, then what? Take November off and then go right back into Star Wars? 
which they which they may do, but that would be that would be really stupid on their part because if I know they're doing like if they end up doing two Marvel and two Star Wars, a certain part of the demographic is going to leave Disney Plus. If you if you if you stagger them, then I'll probably sit through through, through the next Marvel one and then go on to the next Star Wars one. But if I know I have like like months without Star Wars, I'm I'm going to bounce. Yeah, every other is the way to go. Every other is the, is the way to go. But they may not be doing it. And and Bestman's not saying they are or they're not, just just to be like like clear. But um but that's where I my my head is at where I'm like I'm like okay, so Bestman says, Bestman clarifying for us. It's perfectly stupid as fuck. I'm just going to apply that to everything. He says they're supposedly doing Loki after Secret Invasion. It's purposely stupid as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, see? Works. yeah. If they if they do it that way, like I said, that 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 lets me know I could get out of out of Disney Plus after Mando, and uh, you know if they go Star Wars, Star Wars because I I could I I'm down. I will watch all of I will watch those shows, but I don't need to watch them as they come out. I could wait until like I resubscribe and I'm getting my my star Wars fix, you know, like in that month, that's when I'll, I'll, I'll hit those up that I miss, but they're like, there's some people there, there's that overlap, right. Of people who like star Wars and Marvel and it's perfect for them. It doesn't matter, but there's some people that, that Marvel people that don't watch star Wars. There's some star Wars people that don't watch Marvel. So I just, I disagree with, uh, with that approach, but Hey, but I mean, a part of me is happy if it goes that way. Like it's go, you know, two two Star Wars things like in a row makes me happy personally. But if you're trying to, you know, get back those two million subscribers that you lost because you didn't put any content out um, for a long time and you raised the price, don't know if that's the way. To, if that's the smartest way to to uh, do it. In my opinion, it's not. So, but I also I also think that they generally fucking suck for for holding back the release dates the way that they do you know like uh, that we shouldn't be speculating about release dates like give us the fucking release date like figure i think that you know here's my theory on that right they with movie theaters they have to buy that space up year two two years at least in advance right Every movie, every movie studio has to arrange that with theaters. They have to block in the dates. But with streaming, if you say, hey, on February, I'm going to get this, someone else can just a month before decide to release something else to fuck your shit up. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and it's very competitive out there. So, and I do think that House of Dragons, Rings of Power, and whatever stars, Kenobi shows going on, this, that did not help you know a lot of people like that 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 was that was a big big issue at the time for for eyeballs times and everything else and yeah that's how you hit the zeitgeist when everyone how you supposed to hit the zeitgeist that was why that was why they pushed andor back remember right it pushed that back because of all that shit so like i think holding the release dates back is to keep other streaming sites from just preemptively planning to counter program like so and that's it they, I think they know. Obviously, they know that they they're just not telling us, and the reason why they haven't. Now, it's kind of weird because licensing gets figured out a year in advance. So, you know, if I was to argue with myself on this one, I'm like, well, the same license. Amazon knows when all the fucking toys are going to show up on Amazon. <laughs> you know, a year in advance, so they can they can figure it out themselves too. So, yeah. you know, it could. I mean, the, the the simplest answer Occam's Razor says is because they're just they're they we're gonna keep it secret and tell everyone a big fucking thing, you know like that kind of shit. So it's most yeah. likely that. But well, Robert Sinclair, and uh, thank you for for being a channel member and thank you for being a friend. Um, for people who didn't see the Book of Boba Fett, we're gonna have videos that catch people up on it. On it's Disney called the Plus. Book of Boba Fett. It's on Disney Plus. Well, and, and and then like like it's like cool, like like that 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 makes sense. But the other other thing about it is like I've tweeted this out before. Book of Boba Fett had an insanely higher amount of views than than the um, uh, finale of of Mando two. So by their math, if it's correct, if it's accurate, more people actually watched 
Boba Fett. So more people saw looking what happened to Grogu than the fact that he even left according to, to those, to those numbers, maybe not like in the elongated, like viewing, you know, staggered viewership or whatever. But my, my point is it's really like a, like a non-issue like we were talking about before. It's not, it's not really a big issue in the, in the big picture, but you know, you do need to like, like show people or like, like remind them. And uh, I'm curious if they're, if they're going to put it before or like put it on Disney plus, you know, they should probably just put that on Disney plus like uh a featurette that's like actually on Disney plus that also promotes the uh, show that would make sense. But, and then Bespin says, cool. People are stupid as fuck saying it's not fall because she said the word probably. Yeah. Like she doesn't have her fucking schedule and has to work other comments around c- commitments around. Yeah. What, what Bespin's getting at there is that like Rosario Dawson is a busy actor. She has to promote things. So she, they can't just, just call her up and, and go, hey, on Tuesday, we want you to go and start promoting Ahsoka. She'd be like, sorry, I can't. I'm promoting Clerks 9 or whatever they, they have her doing at that time. So, Kevin should just jump to Clerks 9. He should like, just, <laughs> like Leonard yeah. Part 6, just jump right to it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but that's that, – so, so when she says something like that, it, it's probably it, – she probably knows what she's talking about. She probably actually just wasn't really supposed to even go there and started to, in my opinion, sort of to like kind of wafer a little bit, you know, waver, not wafer, but um, yeah. So I, I think it, I think, I think it will be in in the fall. But the whole question is at what point? Because if it's not super early fall, that means those shows like run right into each other. But then again, like like maybe there's an actual like reason. Maybe there's something that that really connects the uh, the shows, like 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 maybe like the last thing that happens in Ahsoka is what leads the pirates to, you know, what I mean, maybe there's a reason that would make it fun to watch it back to back. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. In fact, I think the comments earlier in the in the show today from Favreau kind of make it seem like that's not the case. So, but it's a weird time. I guess it's always a weird time with Star Wars, though feels like this shit never really makes much sense. It's always like kind of hard to figure out and usually just kind of happens. But uh, all right. Well, I think we did it, though. I think we got caught up on the week's news. We did. Mm-hmm. We did it. And like I said, uh, that Star Wars Celebration stuff, that's from their customer service. So if that ends up being wrong, fucking their customer service is the ones who told us. Uh, Bestman Bolton said Favreau said there, there could be character crossovers in those shows. So I think it's just gonna be like Bill Burr showing up and beating the fuck out of those kids. Bill Burr should be like, ah, war flashbacks, and he just starts going crazy on him. You know, I'm not a stormtrooper. Maybe he just hits the button and gets him sucked out in his face. That's what it says, but I also I'm not surprised for them to slide it in with a couple of days left of the year to appease the shareholder. And then oh, see, like and then um, Art Deco seventy eight saw like no streaming because of Brexit. What does that even mean? You would know if Brexit hadn't happened. Uh, <laughs> it means this piece of shit doesn't work. <laughs> uh, Rural Farmer says good stuff. Isn't this going to drop in our audio this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, after every show, I start uploading it to to the to the servers, and uh, sometimes the upload on their part just takes forever. So, because th- th- after it uploads, it doesn't let you could just go like, "Hey, upload and then publish." You have to upload then publish. It's so stupid, so stupid. But uh, I always try to get to it. So, I'm gonna upload it right after this, so you'll have the audio. And anybody who can't listen to or watch two hours of the show, you can get the show on Spotify. And which has video and audio, and you can get it on Apple and all that stuff. I think it's on Stitcher too. It's supposed to be on Stitcher. But anyways, all right, Rob. I want, I want, we, we should just do a podcast called Snitcher where we just talk shit about what people are up to. to everyone just to rat yeah. everyone out. Snitcher. You know, you know, you know who ate two burgers with no bun. You know who <laughs> did save, it? I know to save it. weight. So you know who did it? <laughs> Yeah. Carbs bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you could just eat that that burger and a bowl of oatmeal just to get some fiber in too. You know, just go for your oatmeal burger. 
colon blow. Uh, so that was a Saturday Night Live bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like he sits on the bowl and it's yeah. like he's hitting it. I remember. It's, <laughs> it's so, so hard, man. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it it's still out there. I don't oh, know why. <laughs> did, did did the Colin Blow ad used to play like multiple times? Had to have. Like that, and, and the the one with uh, the, the the beer commercial with with uh, Farley, where it's like they 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 turn it around and they make it guys. Instead of like hot girls with the beer, yeah, like big bubs go crazy. It was fucking hilarious though. It's so good. All right, everybody, we're we're gonna go now. We got shit to do, so we'll see everybody next week on Monday, Monday morning or Monday at one p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Maybe. All right. Eh, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do it eh. different times. Maybe we do that in eh. this week. We'll see. Because you know we had to. Eh. All right. Eh. We'll All right. See. Say bye, Rob. Yeah, whatever. Bye, Rob. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.